This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to JRM360, the podcast. We are back, and we have an extremely full studio today, Dirty Mo Radio studio. And, of course, <laughs> as you can tell by the giggles, Mike Davis has is invaded, and he's back. He's back on 360. Welcome, Mike. Well, I'm only here. And he's fundraising. To, uh, yeah, I, I, I need y'all to buy some donuts for my kid's school. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm here to uh, make you guys give me $5 so uh, I can... My kid needs a donut party at school. A donut party? Oh, wait, maybe it was a pajama party. There's some party that if they sell 20 boxes, they get it. You got $5, Amanda? I mean, not on me at the moment, no. What does $5 get us? A dozen donuts, A man. dozen. Yeah. So what's going to end up happening is if we all donate five bucks, we're going to have like 20 boxes of donuts in the break room. And they're just going to sit there. Yeah. Yeah. I can promise you if there's a dozen donuts in the break room, it will not sit there. That's true. Because every time someone brings in a dozen donuts, like everyone's kind of hesitant to go. But at some point throughout the the day, they're all gone. But if I'm not in town, will people be hesitant to eat the donuts? Uh I haven't been here. I'm going to tell you something. I haven't been here in a while. Uh, We've been on the road. And I come back and I see that the uh, video reel outside this the studio retail store loop is changed. different. It's changed. Uh, I see that some of the racks here in the Junior Nation store have changed. I do see that there's some Dale calls up there. I know a lot of people have been griping at us on Twitter that Dale calls are sold out. Well, they're not here at Junior Nation. They're, they're about to be. They've shipped a bunch of them out today. So, well, so donuts, Dale calls, and whatever else you got to talk about, Amanda. Well. I was going to bring up the fact that we, we did an episode this week on JRM 360 that there might be a little tension in the shop with the, the 9 yeah. and the 7. Listen, let me tell you guys a little something about a race team. I've never worked for a race team that didn't have a little tension going on in the shop. I mean, if there's a multiple car team, no, nah, if there's even a single car team, the tire guy doesn't get along with the mechanic, the mechanic, you know, the, the engine guy, the engineers are wacky on their own. You know, it's a competitive I'm, bunch. I'm actually kidding. I mean, we all get along. We're just joking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was all in I good think. fun. I, I'll tell you who's angry. Our Robbie? IT guy right yeah, here. Yeah, I'm pretty mad. Robbie's Why Robbie's are you upset. mad? Well, Heath and I have our NFL teams that we pull for. I pull for the Dolphins. He pulls for Green Bay. I'm sorry, Robbie. Our bet was whoever <laughs> loses, our teams played this past Sunday, and whoever lost had to wear their team that they were against. Yeah. So I had the to opposing wear, team's colors. Yeah. I had to wear basically the cheese head, the helmet. Oh, he wore everything. I'm more shocked that you own all of that stuff, Heath. Uh, well, Amanda, as a college or as a football fan, you've got to have you've got to have your gear. He had right, a cheese head. Wait a second, though. He, Heath is actually a part owner of the Green Bay Packers. I am, and today is uh, <laughs> National Bosses Day. You think I'm kidding? Is it? Yes. So, as an owner of the Packers. Two shares, actually. That wait, just because you own the Packers doesn't make you our boss, does no, it? No, but it makes me the Packers boss. Just, he's just talking. He's a boss in general. Yes. Yes. Good thing I don't like the Packers in, because then you'd be my boss. So you little, you legitimately own you little, two shares. Yes. yes, that's the cool thing about he the owns Packers. Two shares. They used to be on his wall. Are they still they, they're still there. Okay. I'm waiting for someone to steal them one day or prank <laughs> them. Or Is that the something. only NFL team that you can do that? Yes, with? that's what makes it so unique. And what does that piece of paper get you? Uh, really, a whole lot of nothing. It's cool to say I own the part of my favorite team. You I'm can't like, even say that, Robbie. True, but I can say that my We're my, lo- well, my team is undefeated. We are losing sight of the fact here that Robbie had to wear right. a cheese head, a Packers helmet, a Packers shirt, and hold a cheese head koozie on I Monday. 
I did. It all started because back before the season even started, Heath had the schedule up. I snuck into his office, and during this we, past week six, we're supposed Dolphins, to be doing maintenance Packers, on my computer at the time. I wrote loss, and I highlighted it, and I didn't expect Heath to notice it for at least a couple of weeks. And ten minutes later, he comes in and he sees it. <laughs> He's like, what, "What's the deal here?" I said, "You're going to lose that week." He said, "Let's put a bet on it." So, so that's that's what happened. And so you wore it because you don't seem to be wearing it. Anymore. Well, I wore it, and the other part of the there bet was, was take a picture and you have to post it on social media. Yeah. Oh, so have you done that yet? It's done. It's done. And it was done on Monday, and it was my birthday. So insult to injury. Insult right there. to injury. Well, if you pick a real team, you wouldn't have this problem. And it happened in the last six seconds. The game it was on the line was yeah. taken care of. The Dolphins so are about if, to win. Unless you want to fight him, then I'm really not as interested because I want to see a fight. Mm. The only person I've ever seen hit Heath is Kelly Lumsden. Yeah. That probably didn't hurt. Hey, uh, what have y'all been doing while I've been gone? We've been working. Really? Yeah. What have you been doing? Man, I, I've been at the racetrack, man. You know, trying to find a PR guy. You want to do it? You want to go cup racing? Pass. What about Maeve? Maeve, you want to go cup racing? You need a microphone, man. I'm going to pass as well. <laughs> uh, see, this is my problem. Yeah. Nobody wants this job. But you're not missing much. Uh, Dale's nice. He's, he's a fun guy to work for. Why does nobody want to work for Dale? I already do. Yeah, we all work for Dale. We talk about Yeah, you know. Uh, this is why I'm, I'm gone. I'm, I can't get anybody to take this job. Well, I try to see if there's any fights going on, but all y'all... Th- you know, well, everybody Brad, gets Brad along K, around here. Brad K got some fights. How was yeah. that? You should have been up close there since you were. You see, you know. know, that's a good point because last time Brad Kozlowski worked here, that's when we used to mix it up with everybody. We laid the foundation for Brad to become who he is. Yes. But, you know, ever since he's gone, everybody kind of likes us, and we haven't had to really get any fights on pit road or anything. It used to happen almost like, you know, at least once a month mm-hmm. when Brad worked here, usually with Denny Hamlin. Yep. Yeah. Charlotte Race. Dover. Charlotte, Dover. There, there were others. Um, and then it was always awkward when we'd be at Whiskey River. And then they, you know, that was back before Denny Hamlin went into the ownership business of nightclubs. So he was at Whiskey River like every night. <laughs> and so that one night, of course, we were all down there and then Brad was with us. Hey, guys, you know, anybody got a beer? Anybody got a beer? You know, and good. so like, hey, there's Brad. And then Denny was there and then they would have just got into it, you know, the week before. It's always fun. But awkward. I wonder if it's awkward for them that you know the next week. Yeah, you wonder how it goes because, like, I mean, you get they have to see each other all the time. You're in the garage together. You're at the driver's meeting. You know, you're at driver intros together. I wonder if there's a driver out there that's not that Brad's not awkward being around. I mean, he's pretty much pissed them all off at this point. It's, yes, if he didn't last week, he did. Like, if there was anyone left to check that box, he did it at a bad week too. Because you can go to Talladega and accidentally bump somebody in the back. Hey, Heath. Yeah. When Regan. And Elliot Sadler mixed it up. Yeah. In New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Where were you? I was there. I understand you were there. Were you in the middle of it? Oh, no. No, no, no. What were you going to do to protect your driver? Uh, I Actually, I didn't know that was part of my job to protect my driver physically. Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I think we've talked about this before, and we thought that yeah, it kind of... Regan and I have an agreement. I told him, listen, if you're dumb enough to fight somebody, don't expect me to stop you. I'll be there to clean up the mess. You know, whatever statements we need to issue. <laughs> but I'm not going to get uh, involved in something. Because here's my problem. It's not, it's not my fight. Just because it's not your fight, it's still your buddy. Don't you want to help your buddy? And your team. If Regan is dumb enough to do that, then okay, he's I, on his own. Nobody wants you to fight. Would you get in and separate him? Mm, yeah, probably. It depends. Usually that stuff works itself out, though. Because look, look at the Brad and, and Kenseth incident. That lasted all of what? An amazing five seconds? 
I don't know, man. I was sitting there watching that Jumbotron at Charlotte Motor Speedway. That was like the most exciting part of the race. It was race. like WWE yeah, right there. We were sitting there, and Junior's doing media. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're fighting everybody. And then everybody stopped. Junior stopped mid-answer, and we just started watching. It was like the big screen TV in Concord, North Carolina. We were just sitting there watching. But here's the deal. Even, <laughs> if, even if you think no one's at fault, Brad's got to know, and he's got to understand that if you, if you anger Matt Kenseth enough that he wants to physically harm you, You've crossed some sort of line. I don't care who you are. Like, Kenseth is cool, calm, and collected. Not really, though, because he's he's actually had quite a few dust-ups. I, yep. Aside from the Jeff Gordon incident? Name another. Uh, let's see here. Jeff, it was Jeff Gordon. There was not one Jeff Gordon incident. There was the one three Jeff Gordon incidents. The Bristol one. And, and they were all on different against. years, so it's like it just seemed like it happened regularly. Okay. Now, you said Bristol, but wasn't there one at... Um, Michigan, or is that Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton? But that was Texas. That, yeah. Or Texas. Yeah, that was Texas, Burton, and, and Gordon. I don't know. It just feels like Matt Kenseth. What about Carl Edwards and Matt Kenseth? Yeah. Martinsville. Martinsville, yeah. Camo shorts. But here's the deal. I've never seen Matt Kenseth lay hands on somebody. He tried to this yeah, weekend. Yeah, he's slow. He couldn't weekend. get him down, though. <laughs> here's Brad walking walking <laughs> around. Back you know, Matt comes in from behind him. <laughs> There's no reason why you should not be able to take somebody down. Am I right? Yeah. Robbie's a weightlifter. He should know. I took Brad down playing uh, DMBL. I think I scored 41 <laughs> points on him. Mabe, come here for a second. You used to work for Brad. Yeah. Did you ever want to fight him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think you could have taken him? Is that a serious question? <laughs> yes, I'm asking you seriously. I don't know. I think I'd go for, you know, I think Brad would have you. Well, I, I don't know. You know, uh, if he made me mad enough, if I was Matt Kenseth, I think I had him. I, I, I think I could have. I think I could have jumped on his back. What did Brad do to What did Brad do to make you mad? Oh, I don't know. And I mean, it's not like a single incident that ever made me mad. I, you know, I enjoyed working with him, but you know, guy was never on time. Really? Oh God, are you ready to fight me? <laughs> no, 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 never. <laughs> I mean, really, that's your pro- that that gets you spitting mad, huh? Somebody they know time. I'm bubbling over right now. I'm so mad. Do you know what May told me earlier over. this week that when he worked for Brad, that Brad let him just take two weeks off to go to the Bahamas. It's nice. No, like he didn't have to put in vacation time or anything. He's just like, hey, I'll that go to the Bahamas. That is true. So I take everything I said back. Um, no, I, I took a trip with my girlfriend down to uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands last year for 14 days. He was cool with it. So it was, that, that was cool. That was, that was a fun time. So, Davis, what Mabe is asking, can he have two weeks off? <laughs> to go to the Bahamas? Yeah. He practically gets it. I mean, how many, <laughs> how many off weeks does a guy get in his first year? Six. <laughs> I swear it feels like he takes every, every two weeks off. <laughs> he t- takes two weeks off a month. I'm pretty sure, excluding Tyler, I did 11 in a row this year. It's the second month. There is no way you did 11 in a row. I will put, I will put a box of donuts on Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Raising Billy Bob Thornton tater tater skins. I did put out a tweet, and I noticed that nobody actually gave me fifty cents, so I could go get that. Well, I, I'd give you fifty cents, but I don't have it on me. Um, some yeah. broke <laughs> sons of. <laughs> yes. For someone that did eleven weeks, you should have some money, mate. Right, right. <laughs> From Michigan until Charlotte. <laughs> serious, serious man. <laughs> like he's From trying to Michigan sell you. Until Charlotte. First of all, your assumption that I have the schedule all like mapped out in my head oh. is is. For your first problem. Two, there's no way you did 11 in a row. June 12th to September 13th straight. No, there's no way. No way. I, I don't know. 
dude takes off all the time. It's a good gig if you can get it. You know it. what's funny about maybe he came into my office talking about comp days and this like you know his timing is always <laughs> impeccable. <laughs> and so here it is we had a change on our staff and we needed to make it and I went back on the road and I guess I worked like I don't know it was like 3 weeks like it was like 3 weeks were not having a not only not having a day off but like hardly getting even any sleep. And so here it is I'm in my office uh, like on you know whatever day I came back and then and then Mabe comes in, hey uh um <laughs> let me run this by you yeah uh listen if you got a minute uh I I haven't worked I've you know I've worked like two straight days and so I I need a comp day that's pretty good day you, are you aware of who you're asking for a comp day to are you just aware of the situation right now and he's like I believe it went like this since I worked an entire week at Kansas I used my Kansas comp day for this Friday and you said well. Just just for the record, I've worked 28 straight days. Hey, here's another thing. Here's another thing about Mabe. This this happened this week. I go into Heath's office, and Joe Mattis is in there, and Joe says something about So, Davis, uh, you know, you're okay with Chase jumping out of an airplane with a bunch <laughs> of people and, and like, the, the Army Black Knights? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He says, Mabe said you okayed it. I said, okay, Chase? jumping out of an airplane and he goes that's what mabe said <laughs> i haven't actually talked to you mabe about this when did i okay and jumping out Davis of an airplane? like it's the you first i've heard of this early summer when it came to, through hogue early summer <laughs> this was this was when hogue was still here and it came through hogue they wanted dale jr steve letart and chase and regan to jump out with the u.s golden knights down in Texas, landing on the start finish line. Even when I'm not so, even paying attention yeah. to what you're saying, I would have let, I would have definitely heard jumping out of an airplane. Maybe you would, need to understand. You've known Mike long I, enough. Exactly. That's the, in Mike's True. mind. In Mike's True. years, that's like five years ago. Well, when you asked him this the, in the early summer of uh, 2012, <laughs> the honest to God truth was everything was fine. Dale turned it down. Chase wanted to do it. Regan, Bill, Regan was doing Bill, it too. Yeah. Yep, Regan, and um, it fell through. Um, Pun intended. This past week, <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's the deal, though. We had well, Mike's biggest concern is is we had, you know, two championship contending drivers that were jumping out out of an airplane three weeks before the end of the season. Right, <laughs> right, right. Hey, good idea, guys. Red flag. Let's go jump. Why did it not happen? What, what happened? It was canceled. Heath and I just received a uh, note saying, with no reason, uh, we believe there was no sponsorship for it, but. It was a charity it deal. So, who was the pl- who was the company that's letting you guys jump out of airplane? It was the Tommy Baldwin Racing. It was with the gold- <laughs> what? <laughs> How did that? Get when did involved? they all of a sudden become Whoa. experts in skydiving? Here, it's with the Golden Knights. I swear to God, I think y'all had some bogus. They're the best in the business. If you're going to jump out of an airplane, did this same email have something to do with Saudi Prince and uh, being able to donate money? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Krispy Kreme donuts. All right, so we got to wrap this up. So. We've confirmed that our championship contenders are not jumping out of an airplane. Yes. Correct. Okay. That makes me feel a little bit better. Mike? Common, common sense finally prevailed from somebody. <laughs> Certainly not Mabe and I. It wasn't in this building. <laughs> hey, Regan was excited about it. I'm glad for him. So was Chase. Not so to was mention, Bill. You know, we're making a championship contender jump out, but he's also got a, a kid on the way. That's right. true. Yeah. True, but That'd hey, you know, it was with the most experienced yeah. parachuting team in the country. <laughs> The U.S. Golden Knights. Actually, US- probably the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, well, look, I hope that works out for you guys, the whole jumping out of the plane. I think if the drivers can't do it, then the PR people should. Oh, hell no. I don't know. I'd have done it. You would not have. 
Well, you got yeah, a weekend you off. You, then you would have wanted a comp day for it. <laughs> All right. Well, we got we got this weekend off. The nationwide series does, um, but we still have a big race for Dale. Yes, Talladega. Big race. Big um, race. Yeah, we're off this weekend nationwide series, but uh, we'll be going to Talladega. Do you think he can win? I feel pretty good. Like uh, the odds are on our side on this one. I think some of the most amazing racing I've ever seen Dale Jr. do in a race car has been at that racetrack. Now I know that. Gosh, when is the last time he won at Talladega? It's been a while. So you got to go way back there. But traditionally, he's just really good at restrictor play uh, racing, um, and he needs a he needs a Talladega win for Hendrick Motorsports. He's not won there. I want to. Th- I think it's two thousand four. Does that sound? Has right? it been that far long ago? Does that sound right? Two thousand four. Mm. I think it was the day he uh, got docked twenty five points for. Oh, for, oh the oh, victory yeah. lane. Yep. Incident. Yeah. The the cursing incident. That's right. I, I wouldn't call that cursing myself, but <laughs> let me tell you something. If he wins this weekend, I'm just going to go ahead and say, if he don't say that word, I'll be saying that word. <laughs> he docked me points. Because, I mean, if we win that race and get into the next round of the chase, man, there's going to be some profanity said. <laughs> Do you think Tyler would have an absolute meltdown since Tyler's going on the road for you this weekend? Well, I'll be Dale there. Dale curses in victory lane? I'll be there. Oh, you will be? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Okay. But Tyler is going to be the PR rep for Dale this weekend, which honestly bodes well for Dale because Tyler has a, a quite the outstanding average finish. You know what would be funny? Yeah, not as Tyler, good as what he'll tell you. That's right. Tyler should go to Dale and say, hey, uh, listen, I know you got a lot of pressure with this chase thing and everything, but I, I, I do want to add one more thing. Uh, my average finish, uh, my drivers have uh, finished 2.3 this year. Uh, don't screw it up. <laughs> you know, we joke about it, but you'd be surprised how often he uses that line. Oh, yeah. Proud of it. Yeah. He's going to put it in the preview one of these days. He should. <laughs> little like overstreet section. Yeah, a note package for Tyler. Look, I hope Tyler does well and doesn't screw up too bad and, uh, and that Dale wins and everybody comes back happy. That'd be nice. That would be nice. And, and, uh, and the Dale call is out this weekend, so, uh, you know, everybody go buy one, I guess. Yeah. And get your Dirty Mo Radio t-shirts, koozies. Yeah. So what else do we have out right now? That's we're about that... to have hats, although I made a big mistake. You know, I, I um, <laughs> Wendy, our licensing lady, had a couple samples, just two samples, hats. She left them on my desk. I tweeted it. Oh, I yes, guess I you're not supposed to do that <laughs> until the product is out. Joe uh, Mattis. Uh, yeah, how long did it take for Joe to come find you after that? Well, it's what's funny is that he came to track me down at the racetrack at Charlotte Motor Speedway on Friday, the day of the Nationwide Race, and to talk to how I can't be tweeting hats that aren't actually out there for sale. And when he found me... I was wearing the hat, <laughs> so not only not only was he mad about that, but he was also he's like, "Why are you wearing it?" I'm like, "Listen, I'm sorry." And he goes, "Well, I, listen, I told the guys, uh, the merchandising people, that you just didn't know what you were doing." And I said, "Oh no, no, I knew what I was doing. No, I knew y'all would be mad, but I'm telling you something, man. It was a Dirty Mo Radio hat. I had to tweet it, but I knew you would be mad." Look, man. I like these Dirty Mo Radio hats. They did. Look they sweet. are coming. I mean, you don't make a sample unless they're coming. I just don't know when. Well, uh, well, we do have one thing that uh, you can pre-order right now, that number five Alex Bowman Dirty Mo Radio diecast. Can you? Because I, I feel like I've already done it all. I, 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 You've got them all pre how many, how many are being made? That I don't know. I'm I do know you. that Alex is apparently signing them all. Is he really? So they come autographed. That was a sharp-looking car, though. It was. Oh. It was. For a car that was flat black with just a couple of decals on it, for some reason, Everyone. I just thought it looked awesome. Everyone likes I agree. flat black. You can't. Is that it. what it was? Is it yes. the flat black? Yes. Man, I think we, we should make some, everything flat black. I think we have some pretty sharp cars in general. Yeah. Spy car, the Napa car. You want to know what my favorite? Of course, he has to work the Napa car in. <laughs> that's his job. It's only it's only painted car in the the series. You know what my favorite paint scheme of all time, and Heath, I think you'll agree with us. What? 
the birthday cake uh, paint scheme that Helmut's oh, why, did. Oh, why is that, Mike? Tell us. Michael, <laughs> please ex- explain why you love this car. I don't know. Why would you say that I would know something? What, <laughs> I, what are you talking about? Hey, that was the biggest PR screw up until Mabe came, came along. That's oh, right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you want it? Can I tell the story real quick? Yeah. Heath, these guys struggle sometimes with their previews. Actually, they don't. They do great jobs with their previews. But we do struggle for ideas sometimes. But, well, you got to write so many. Well, Heath wrote in um, his preview the week that we did this Hellman's birthday car, which I want to say was at Darlington last Last year. year. Yep. And he wrote a a sentence that said something. He says, the number seven Hellman's (laughs) car that it features a birthday cake on it that is so moist and creamy or something like that. I mean, it's like, it wasn't well, that bad. No, no, no. Well, I think was, I have that top. Was, like, that's how he worded, alluding oh to the car. God. He's like, you know, the number well, seven no, no, Hellman's birthday on. cake, Wait, moist no. and creamy Chevrolet. It was a delicious decal. The delicious the decal. The de- yeah. delicious yeah. decal? Yeah. That's and, awesome. And so he yeah. was just trying to add adjectives that just made it really funny. Now then, yeah. Mae yeah. comes in off the top ropes this year. Drops the atomic bomb. You know what? He wrote a sentence, and there in the sentence he was describing something about Chase Elliott and doing this, you know, uh, uh, Windy City, something about, you know, it was all over the place. You know, it was improv and all this stuff. <laughs> but in there, he had the word well-endowed. Yeah, yeah, he I, did. I remember it. You highlighted it and took it to everybody's office. I said, <laughs> Mabe, what do you think this means? Use it. And he goes, I, I, I don't know. I mean, does it not mean... It, and, and and I can tell you he did he used it in a sentence where it's clearly he didn't know what it meant, and so I said, "Mate, really go look this up. Go go Google it. Just Google it." There, there are so many. If if our company if it doesn't get blocked in a firewall or something, <laughs> you know, it, it might. But that press release, I printed it out. That was a preview. It's going on a frame and it's going in Mabe's office. So that what you're saying is that beat the delicious decal. Yeah, the moist and creamy. <laughs> moist and creamy out of you, Heath. <laughs> Endowed out of Maeve, you know. Pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad. I'll be the first to admit. But but funny at the time. Not yeah. funny when, when you wrote it because you wrote it in all seriousness. <laughs> That's what makes it funny. Yeah, I don't Anyways. know what I was doing that morning. Made me think of that. That's what these guys are. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm hoping uh, uh, good stuff this weekend out of Talladega and out of Tyler and everybody. And um, hoping Dirty Mo Radio listeners have a good weekend. Heath, Maeve. Love you guys, Amanda. Love you too. Big did, group hug. Did you? Did we didn't even tell people the race is Sunday, two p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Yeah, they know that. It's a must watch. I think so. You know what? Last week though, uh, hopefully there's not a football game that runs into the uh, start oh, yeah. of the race. True. Or you'll if that happens, you'll watch it on ESPN three. Y'all take it easy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 